Hello and welcome to Business Standard Podcast. This is BS on Ground, a podcast which brings you the latest from the world of sports. Today is 28 June, Friday, and I'm your host Ankur Bhardwaj. The ICC Cricket World Cup 2019 is underway, and finally it has started gathering steam. After a tepid first half, matches have become a little more exciting. There is more contest between bat and ball, and the lineup for the semi-finals has still not been decided. While New Zealand, Australia, and India are more or less assured of a place in the semi-finals, the fourth spot is now up for grabs. Earlier, it was believed that England would claim that spot, but England's bad performance in recent matches has left it vulnerable. The spot might now be claimed by Pakistan, England, Bangladesh, or Sri Lanka. To discuss the latest from the World Cup, I have been joined by my colleagues Eric, Anish, and Shivansh. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hello. Hello. So, a word about India. India played very well against West Indies yesterday. It was a comprehensive victory. Yes, it was. Uh, India performed well on a track that was not very fast. The ball was not coming onto the bat, but India scored six, uh, 268 runs, which was fair enough. Okay. And when it came to the bowling, India was phenomenal. Restricting a side to a very uh, low score, winning the match by over 100 runs, is phenomenal, which helped India's net run rate. But the batting looked a bit jittery. That's an area of concern. So while everybody has been praising India, Indian cricket team and the captaincy to the skies, let me play the devil's advocate. I think India has a major problem on the batting side. Uh, ever since Dhawan uh, was out of the team because of his injury, the opening has looked a bit shaky, and we have a serious middle order crisis going on. Yes, uh, the problem with the opening partnership is that KL Rahul is not able to maneuver the strike, and that also restrict. Uh, Rohit to play with a good temperament or to get the strike or to give him the strike regularly, and when we come to the middle order, we can see that Vijay Sankar is also because uh, is not able to hit the ball in the gaps because a player at number four should able to maneuver the strike when five fielders are inside the in inside the thirty yard circle. After uh, Dhoni, Dhoni is also not able to maneuver the strike and he is not at his best what he used to be when he used to play the spinners. because uh, when we look into the career of dhoni in the uh, in in his early car- career he used to hit the spinners out of the park the the best example is when he wa- when he scored 183 he hit apul chandra all over the park and that shows that how good he was with the spinners but in a turning track he was not able to maneuver the strike and that give and that put extra pressure on virat kohli yesterday so, so while i concede the point about dhoni that you're making Uh, isn't it a fact that he did regain some form yesterday? Yeah, he did, but he but he was lucky enough to get that chance because he in Fair because for, for the second time he was going uh, he was going to get uh, stumped. For me, I think uh, Dhoni's position is very important. The way he played, it was very important because uh, India India were losing wickets, and we saw even Kohli missed his century, uh, although he was uh, far away from that mark. uh we saw that he stayed uh there till 50 overs and then in the end he did strike in the last death overs so that was really crucial and uh, i think uh, as as uh, the phase uh, as a competition progresses he will find for the form and then he'll perform better but uh, according to the situation i think uh, he played well what what exactly is the role that vijay shankar and kedar jadhav are performing in the team right now that is still not very clear vidya shankar has not been bowling well his batting is uh, he's been made, hasn't even been made to bowl at all i mean he, there was only one match where he bowled when bhubaneswar had been injured uh, since then he has not bowled a single over i believe 
Yes, Vijay Shankar, uh, uh, he was uh, suggested as a 3D player and if the three dimensions are batting, bowling and fielding, he has not been bowling, he has not delivered in the batting and I don't find him to be an exceptional fielder. So, what purpose is he serving in the team? That is the big question. And same goes for Kedar Jadav. He gets to bowl one or two overs and he doesn't score. He's been almost invisible as, as if, you know, he's passing his time that, okay, thankfully nobody saw me in this match. I'm good <laughs> enough. So, I mean, uh, should India not blood in Pant and, and Karthik instead of them? Uh, basically, I want to say that Kedar Jadav's spot is somewhat intact in the Indian team because the way he scored against Afghanistan, he scored uh, 52 runs and he is a bits and pieces of player. Like he is a, like what Dhoni used to be in his early stage, a girly cricketer type where he can score in unorthodox ways. But even a Dinesh Karthik can do that. Yeah, but what uh, selectors and Virat Kohli has said that Karthik will only get a chance to play when Dhoni is injured. Or when they will, they want to uh, rest the rest Dhoni. So that is the point that uh, Virat Kohli has made it earlier. I think Karthik's conclusion can will still be difficult. But uh, as far as Rishabh Pant is concerned, he should be in the team. India had a very big chance of uh, including Pant uh, when uh, Shikhar Dhawan was injured, and they had matches against Afghanistan and then yesterday's match also against West Indies. He would have been able to settle uh, according to the conditions. He would have been able to perform there. He would have been able to see how it works. But uh, I think uh, when it comes to decision making, this is where India lacked. And uh, keeping Vijay Shankar in the team, I don't think apart from the Pakistan match, uh, there was any significant contribution from his side. So that is still debatable. I would like to add what Eric has said because uh, what happens when we see the England squad, Joss Butler was there in the middle order who can hit the ball and who can also maneuver the strike very well and Rishabh can play the same role because Vijay Sankar is really, he is not able to connect the ball, he, he, don't, he was not able to pick the gaps and what, what Rishabh can do is that he, he showed in the IPL that he can score quickly also and he can score, and he can score in big overs also. And one thing also about Vijay Sankar is that he is not able to con convert his 30s into a big score. At least 70 or 80 will be nice given the fact that he comes at number five, uh, 4 spot. Well, uh, India still has 3 matches to go. Uh, do you think they will uh, bring Pant in, in in the match against England on Sunday? We thought the same uh, when Shikhar Dhawan was injured and when India had to play against Afghanistan. But that didn't happen. So, what if not now, then when? I, I think now, now is the time. I think they will definitely consider this because uh, now they have seen that uh, the opposition can clearly see that uh, there is some trouble in the middle and uh, they will definitely look to fix it as soon as possible. Because all said and done, India has had two scares in two matches now. Uh, we might be we are very happy about the victory versus Afghanistan, but Afghanistan ran us close. And even yesterday, had it not been for Dhoni and Pandya, uh, who built on some recovery yesterday and took us to two, uh, to a score of 268, uh, we were in trouble. We were in deep trouble. We were definitely. And in fact, you see the uh, the matches we won, last two matches, the opposition teams were not up to the mark. Let's say uh, India is facing uh, uh, New Zealand or Australia in the semi-finals, or in fact uh, they have a match uh, on the on Sunday against England. So that's a very uh, it's a formidable team, formidable side. Th so cracks will be visible if this goes on. England is in a terrible position. All they have is to win or get eliminated from the tournament, and they're playing India on Sunday. What is what exactly has happened there? I mean. 
you look at Pakistan and you look at England, and these two sides seem to have reversed their positions now. Yes. Uh, what happened with, I think, uh, Pakistan was much more confident after after losing to India because of all the social media flake that they have faced and they come come out determined. They have, they have nothing to lose as if, yeah. you know. And so. they have nothing to lose and Mohammed Amir is one of the bowlers who has bowled more, uh, more than 300 balls as a, as a dot in this World Cup. So, that is a very different thing that they have and Mohammed Amir was not in the form coming into the World Cup. Now he is in the form and he take wickets in the... Pakistan finally seems to have got its combination right. You know, it has the right bowlers and the right batsmen and uh, Harris has done well. Uh, I remember in the first match, or uh, in the f- the first match that Shaheen played, Shaheen Shah, uh, every former Pakistani cricketer criticized the move, and now look at him. I mean, he's been so good. I think someone is feeding into the Pakistani team's mind that they can repeat ninety-two, and they are actually living it. So uh, let's let's address this now. What is this? You know, what is this parallel between nineteen ninety-two and twenty nineteen and there are so many of them now, one after the other. The entire trajectory is going on the same pattern. Uh, they're losing the match, getting a match washed out, then back-to-back losses, loss, loss against India, and then the resurgence. And they are uh, surging so on is a... Is Sarfaraz going to be the Pakistan Prime Minister some years down the line? <laughs> <laughs> that That's again debatable. <laughs> I would like to add about Shain Afridi, because what, I, what has happened when he played against India, he was bowling short. In the pitch, in uh, in overcast condition, he was play, he was bowling bowling short, and in the match where in the match against South Africa, we saw that he was he was bowling full. Nineteen year old kid doesn't know at what length he, he should bowl, and somebody in the the senior players in the team should have gone to him and asked him to bowl a full length delivery because the ball was seeming at that time. In fact, Shaheen spoke to uh, Wasim Akram just before the match, and he delivered on that perfectly. He got three wickets which turned the match on itself. At the same time, it becomes very lethal when Shaheen is performing and then you have Wahab Riaz and Mohamed Amir. So that's a very lethal combination. Yeah, they can swing the ball, they can reverse swing the ball in there. Uh, what do you think has wrong, gone wrong with, with the English team? <laughs> Everybody seems to be bereft of answers here. So so that seems to be the problem with the English <laughs> team. Nobody knows what happened. Exactly. Yeah, what has happened with English team can be briefly described by what Johnny Bestro has said today that everybody is waiting uh, waiting for us to fail and if we will fail they will bounce on us and say that yeah you guys have failed but michael one has criticized him by uh, by saying that this is the first time that england has got this much of support so the thing is they are middle order they are do, do you think the pressure got to them yeah somewhat somewhat the pressure got to them uh, but i think they are they are overconfident also about his, about their team given the fact that they have uh, very good middle order with a lot of all-rounders. I think at the same time, uh, inclusion of Moin, Ali and then Rashid is, uh, Adil Rashid is again uh, something that they need to fix as soon as possible because uh, these guys are not even contributing with the bat. At the same time, bowling is still fine. I mean, they're picking wickets. But then uh, when the when the top order collapses, then you need somebody to be there in the middle. So they're depending on uh, Moin Ali, they're depending uh, in the lower order, they are they are thinking that okay, Adil Rashid can score some runs, but that is not happening. But England has really tough games coming up. What might have contributed to their uh, overconfidence was that they won two series back to back before the World Cup, which could have feeded into their confidence. Then they were not expecting a team like Pakistan to surprise them uh, on the World Cup stage. They lost to Pakistan, they lost to Australia, and 
actually we were not expecting Australia to perform that well. It seems like Australia of 2003 and 2007. Australia always does well in the World Cup. I mean, yes. take it for granted. Yes, but, uh, nobody was expecting Australia to uh, come up come that nicely uh, given that they had lost a few series before that. And uh, England has been on the receiving end of, uh, end of all those things. And now they are clueless what to do. And their matches, they are definitely very tough. The good thing about Australia is that they know how which player they want to pick in a given condition. The fact that Jason Berendorfer was not playing earlier games, he was picked against one match only. Then Nathan Lyon was played the warmer games, but after that he was dropped. Jampa was Jampa was preferred over him. But Nathan Lyon is a player who can bowl well, who can restrict the run flow. That is the main thing. Pick Jampa so that. They can get the uh, wickets in the middle over. But they have the bowlers like Missile Stark. The, bo- the way he bowled, the Yorker a player batting on 88 and you will bowl that Yorker. And Stokes has no clue about it. Australia uh, uh, is not going by the conventional law. Uh, any uh, any team who is on a winning track do, uh, does not like to mess around with its winning combination. But Australia has changed the team almost in every match. While uh, New Zealand and India did not. So this is going in Australia's favour and shows that their fifth, uh, their squad of 15 is so well balanced. Can Bangladesh or Sri Lanka surprise us and take the fourth spot? I think uh, a surprise is there and it's going to come pretty soon because the way it's going, especially for India also. So for me, I think there's going to be a surprise. So uh, if you were to pick one team out of the four for the fourth spot, for the fourth semi-final spot, England, Pakistan, Sri Lanka or Bangladesh, which one would it be? I would pick Pakistan because Pakistan has two matches and they are uh, fairly easy. uh, One would say that Bangladesh match is not easy, but Pakistan is in a very good form. So they can beat easily and Afghanistan, of course. I don't think Sri Lanka have a chance, that much of chance, because they they won the matches mostly on the the basis of one performance that last time Lasit Malinga did that for them. I think England has a much better chance. They will surprise India, most probably. And against New Zealand, New Zealand has also lost uh, one one game after that scare, uh, Brathwaite scare. So I think most probably India will get a surprise from England. Mm-hmm. And I think it will be good for India, given the fact that they have unbeaten and they, they need... And they need a scare before. They already have had a scare against Afghanistan no, but, but and they, against, but and against uh, West Indies. They need a defeat scare. They, Eric? I think for me it will be uh, Pakistan because of the way they've been performing. Plus, it will be very intense competition in the semi-finals if Pakistan make it uh, that far. So it's gonna be again an open competition. So whoever faces Pakistan, if they reach the semi-final, it's gonna be a tough battle. There is a prospect of an India-Pakistan semi-final. This is what we've been waiting for. An India-Pakistan World Cup final. Nothing better than imagine that. So that's all that we had for you in this podcast. Please keep tracking Business Standard for the latest from the world of sports, politics, economy, business and markets. This is your host Ankur Bhardwaj signing off. Thank you very much.